Well, welcome everyone to Ambient Discourses. Today, we've got a wonderful conversation in store for us. Uh, my guest today is Carlo Matti, who is an extraordinary pianist and composer from Italy. His music is mesmerizing, and he has procured fans from all over the, the world with his talent and genius. And I think that he is, uh, and others, uh, re- regard him as a force to be reckoned with within the world of classical and neoclassical music. He draws a lot of inspiration from a lot of different sources, and we're going to touch on a little bit of that and a little bit into his creative process. Please welcome Carlo Matti. Carlo, it's great to have you on the program, and it's an honor to also be able to share your music as well with our listeners Um Ray's Factory has been instrumental, and in fact, they are how we discovered you. Tell me about your connection with Ray's Factory. Uh, okay, okay. <laughs> Hi, Michael. Uh, Regas uh, means uh, roots. Roots. In oh, uh, so it's Regas. In, 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 in an Italian dialect, uh, may, maybe you know Sardinia in Italy. Uh, the, the leader of uh, Raiges, uh, Roberto Diana, is from Sardinia. So he called uh, his music label Raiges, uh, that means uh, uh, roots. Uh, we met many, many years ago, uh, but we started collaborating after some years. Uh, Roberto asked me to write some music for his label, uh, for, for, for his label. And in that moment, I could not uh, writing and uh, recording immediately some music because uh, I was very busy with uh, other things of the life. Yes. Uh, so I so I said yes when I maybe uh, next year I will. Uh, after after some years uh, arrived the pandemic. Uh, yes. so I found myself at home yes. uh, along with the rest of us <laughs> a lot of time a lot of free time and so I started write, uh, writing music for uh, Roberto uh, I have to thank really much Roberto because uh, uh, with his uh, request uh, I, I've been forced to discover new sides of my uh, way of realizing and to think music. Uh, maybe you know I come from an academic. Uh, from, I come from the conservatory. I studied uh, piano, Beethoven, uh, Liszt, uh, all the romantic music. Right. Uh, and so for many years I've been. Um, I studied composition. Also, the twentieth century, the, uh, the the avant-garde, avant-garde music. Uh, so for many years, maybe I've been. Uh, um, bounded. I've been uh, forced in a little world, uh, yes. in the little uh, academic world that I appreciated. I have to thank also the, the, the academy. Um, with uh, the collaboration with Roberto, I started to write music more freely, mm. uh, also in a more sentimental way. Right. Uh, free from uh, uh, some old ideas that especially in Europe we are really we are conditioned by the school by the tradition right uh, in the United States you are uh, more free uh, some years ago I met uh, some American composers and uh, in America you are really really more free uh, so I started this collaboration, uh, and it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure uh, till today. I started with some uh, little pieces, till more complex uh, cycles, uh, like the last publication, Ritratto, maybe. Uh, and there is, uh, in my opinion, like in all art, there is also something about uh, uh, the reality, the nature, the universe. All art is about uh, uh, the reality, and art has to open the doors of the imagination. Mm. Uh, in our civilization, I think, uh, uh, since the Enlightenment, 
uh, until the Middle Ages, imagination um, had a, a big role uh, in art, in thinking. Um, there were also a word, in, uh, a precise word, to indicate where imagination, imagination happens. Mm. Uh, in, in Latin, it was intellectus, in the, the Latin word. Uh, after we lost that word, because we lost uh, a place, the space for imagination. Mm. Uh, for example, in Italy, Dante used imagination for his uh, uh, travel in, in other words. Uh, after the, mid- the Middle Ages, so the, the, the space for the imagination uh, became art. Mm-hmm. Uh, and art has this function to open the doors to other worlds, to uh, like, um, can I say, an, an overworld mm-hmm. where we are more than uh, what we think, what we normally uh, we think. Uh, and so I hope my music, and again, I have to thank Roberto and uh, Reges Factory uh, for th- this possibility to d- develop these uh, ways, these doors to. Uh, this, uh, I would say, un- unconscious word, but it's not simply unconscious. Uh, it's really the word of the imagination. Yeah. Uh, imaginating, we we can uh, discover what we are, and, and we can discover other words, other words that are, in some way, in ourselves. Clearly, let's listen to a track from Carlo Matti's brand new album Retrato on the Reggae's Factory label. This is entitled Contrapunto della Mente, which means counterpoint of the mind, here on Ambient Discourses.
I've noticed in at least in the Rutrata, the your latest album, there's. Uh, and I have to confess that I ran the titles through Google Translate because I'm not <laughs> I am not yet fluent in Italian. I'm sure, I'm sure. <laughs> but but uh, I noticed titles that were reflective of the cosmos, the the universe, stars, and the solar system. How has that always been a source of inspiration for you, or was there a touch point moment in your life when 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 you became inspired. I understand. Um, uh, well, uh, I really li- like the sky, uh, the sky astronomy. Uh, since I was a child, I had a telescope. Uh, so uh, here I live in country, not in a big city. Uh, so we have, uh, we are lucky. We can we can see the sky. We can oh, see the yeah. Milky Way. Uh, it's really it's beautiful. Uh, so since I was a child, I traveled to, to the other world of the stars. Uh, then here, near uh, to my home, there is an observatory. So for many years, uh, I went to this observatory, uh, watching to, to the skies, to galaxies. So, of course. I cannot say when it when started the inspiration yeah. from astronomy from the space. Uh, some years ago, I wrote, for example, another series of uh, pieces for uh, Rygas that it's called uh, uh, Zodiac. Okay. Uh, Thirteen pieces uh, uh, dedicated to the constellations, the zodiacal constellations, yes. and this is one side. The other side is the stars, uh, like. The, the other world, the world of, of imagination. Yes. Uh, so yes, cosmology is one uh, one of my. Uh, I start from cosmology, from cosmological ideas, uh, uh, for writing music, but it's only uh, it, it's it, it's only a start. Right. Uh, right. I think that art and music. Uh, uh, could be a way to uh, making clear what you mean uh, with cosmology, with uh, with the cosmological myths. Mm. Uh, I think that the cosmos, cosmology, is uh, in ourselves. Uh, so art uh, is uh, is better than science for speaking about ourselves, yes. uh, about our inner worlds, in our mind, in our deep mind. Uh, there is much more than what we normally think. Yes. Art, music is a way to uh, go there, go in that places. Uh, so my inspiration starts from cosmology, but also from uh, mid, mid, from the Middle Ages of, of Kabbalah, the Hebrew Kabbalah, the, the word uh, uh, the Sefirot. And um, in last years. I bounded this very high p- point of, insp- of inspiration uh, with my um, everyday life. Mm. Um, since some years, uh, I'm, I've been lucky, so uh, I lived. Uh, I live uh, almost uh, isolated in uh, here in the country. I have no more. For many years, I traveled a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, now I stopped uh, since the pandemic. I have to say, the pandemic uh, helped me to cut uh, some relations, some works that I didn't want to do. Uh, and so the cosmology, the ancient myths, uh, entered all in uh, everyday life in uh, in the space of the house with the piano, with uh, with my instruments, with my everyday life. Uh, and I think I'm lucky because uh, this meeting with the uh, outside, with try, uh, I mean, uh, th- this meeting uh, uh, of the, the cosmos with the normal life uh, lead me to create music that I like more than the music I wrote, for example, ten years ago. Mm. Would you would you say would you say that your music has become deeper and more reflective as? 
you continue to not only observe the cosmos, but you observing ourselves within and exploring exactly, that space. Exactly, exactly. Um, it's not music. For example, many years ago, I I made also public concerts uh, with classical music. I came from the, that world. Uh, now I stopped the, the concerts because I find that uh, uh, it's not... Uh, it's, it's not my, my cup of tea mm. <laughs> uh, so I, I prefer I prefer to, to listen to music uh, alone we all we listen music uh, mainly alone with uh, right. earphones yeah. uh, not only last years but since uh, I think uh, 50 or, or 60 years uh, the way of listening to music changed mm-hmm. Uh we passed from we switched from a collective way of listening to music yes. I think for example in the 60s or 70s when a disc was released yeah. when a disc released you listened to the new disc also with friends yes it was social yeah yes, it's, music it's, was very social it was a social event yes now we listen to music uh, for ourselves uh, yeah. uh, alone. Uh, it, it's not better or, or, or not. It's not. Um, uh, I cannot say uh, if it's better or not. But it, it, it's it's a fact. Mm-hmm. Our way of listening music changed, yes. and so we cannot uh, live outside our time. Our time is for uh, for ourselves, for listening uh, in silence. Uh, sometimes a silence that is maybe in the city, maybe uh, while we are doing other things. But it's not a, a listening uh, less uh, complex. Mm. Uh, we also listen to music with attention. Yes. Uh, even if we use music, uh, for example, for meditation or for con- concentration, uh, music is really important for uh, that part of our life. Uh, and so I started. I, I started to modify my way of writing music, um, thinking to this way to, uh, to to listening of listening to music. Um, the best pieces I've write uh, today, uh, I, I've write with the pencil, mm. <laughs> like, okay. uh, like in the past. Yeah, I write with the pencil. Uh, but uh, for some years, I start writing with the PC, or maybe uh, I didn't write at all. I played simply, right. uh, like many many musicians. Uh, now I started again to write with the pencil. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it's, uh, I can uh, think more. Uh, it's slower, mm. uh, but I think we go very deeply in music and uh, in our uh, in our imagination. Uh, it's slower. It's, yeah. it's uh, slower, but but for me, it's better. It's not a way for for everyone. I right. Cannot, I cannot suggest no way for for one. <laughs> <laughs> Would you say that the the process of composing and creating music for you is a meditative experience? Yeah, it's a meditative experience. Uh, when a piece of music uh, for me is it's really good uh, when I when I can say this piece uh, it's okay it's good uh, always I think that that music uh, don't come from me mm. uh, it's like uh, it's like I was a, 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 a passage like a, a light bulb yes a, a light bulb um, that lies because there is the, the, the current. Yes, <laughs> but I'm not the current. The current. The current. It's not me. Yeah, it's you're just the me. light bulb, and the yeah, ener- exactly. the energy from the universe or whatever, wherever it's coming from is. For example, in a, in a recent uh, cosmological 
recent alternative cosmology, stars uh, uh, are imagined to be like light bulbs, light bulbs that uh, that lights for huge currents that uh, uh, go through the universe uh, in plasma. Uh, and so art is something like this for me. Well, speaking of the cosmos and cosmology, let's listen to another brilliant track from Carlo Maddi's new album, Retrato. It's called Dove Lorsa Maggiore, which means where is Ursa Major? Here on Ambient Discourses. In your creative process, do you have a routine that you put yourself into or a specific context to help further cultivate that creativity to kind of put you in a in a space <laughs> where where you're more in tune with the universe or whatever? Okay. It happens in in different contexts. Hmm. Uh, I'm also a teacher. For example, sometimes uh, when uh, when I am with my students, uh, arrives an idea, and it's very dangerous because I I'm really dis- distracted. Right. <laughs> because I have to follow my musical idea uh, instead of uh, working w- with the students. Uh, so sometimes it's really dangerous. Uh, sometimes uh, where I'm uh, in the woods with my dog, I have a dog, so we live 
really near to, to the woods. Uh, and so we go sometimes in, in the silence of the woods, uh, arrives an idea. After I have to develop methodically, Mm. Uh, the, the process of creation has two sides. Uh, the one side, is, as I as I described just now, uh, is, is is immediate, is uh, sudden. Mm. Uh, it, it happens suddenly. Uh, after I have to develop the idea in a solid way, in a structured way, uh, because that uh, the, that intuition that I had uh, has to be translated. Uh, uh, in, in a musical language, in, under, in an understandable musical language. Mm. Uh, and so we have to think about the, the psychology of the listener, the time that he uses uh, for uh, listening to music. Uh, and th- th- that is really slow and, and is also, uh, it's, it's like an, it's an artisan's work. Yes. Really slow, uh, like a, an object and handmade, and made. Mm. Uh, so there is no uh, a standard model, a standard way of uh, writing music. Uh, could happen in very different ways. Mm. Sometimes directly on the paper, without piano, without instruments. Other times uh, playing the piano. Right. Uh, other times, uh, maybe I think uh, that the instrumentation of a piece. Uh, and, but then I have to write it down. It, it, it changes. It became uh, very different from the original idea. Uh, it's like I had to to walk through uh, to, to walk in the, in the path that, um, that that leads me to the original idea that I forgot. Mm. So I had an idea uh, after I forget uh, and. After I had to go back to the original idea, and it's really slow the process. It depends also from the direction that you want to do to the music, to, to give to the music. For example, with Rages, uh, we publish with the different alias uh, for commercial reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, for example, music for meditation, we use uh, an alias. Uh, like Carlo Mate, I publish music, I release music uh, that I love more, that I uh, believe in. Uh, and, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but also the alias has uh, uh, something true. It's a complex process. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it depends also in the end also from commercial uh, reasons mm. uh, for example the music by Carlo Matti uh, has a, a line of, um, for example Maya Sand or Ananda A that are, are other names uh, have other d- directions it's always me it's always my music uh, in in, in from different sides. Yes. Uh, for example, electronic music, uh, I realize electronic music mainly uh, on the computer, mm-hmm. mainly without instruments, directly w- with MIDI files. Uh, while Ritratto, I played it on, on, on a real piano. Yes, <laughs> on a real piano, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's really, really various. It's really wide, the, the, the range of possibilities in composing. Mm. It's, I, the, as I've talked to other musicians, plus reflecting on my own path, my own journey, it's, I've noticed how difficult the, the music industry has, well... Two things. How easy it's become to create your own music, but also the the difficulty of, okay, what do you do with it now? Because you have, there are so many forces that make it difficult to uh, get your music out there. You've got social networks that have their algorithms, their formulas yeah. that yeah, are yeah. suppressing the visibility plus you have the saturation of the music industry there's no shortage of music to listen to and many other facets what has guided you to help stay focused in the process of creating and 
to stay true to yourself without being caught up in the frenzy of oh i've got to release this album or i've got to post all these things on the social networks and you know the frenzy that lots of artists get caught up in and then but lose the they get distracted away from their core love of creating music what guides you uh, yeah i had a, a sort of fear about this uh, this side of creating music uh, that you described yeah uh, but after i thought i had this idea uh, in uh, in, the, in the renaissance uh, i thought about josquin depre maybe Maybe you don't know him as an author of, uh, from the Renaissance. Just can. Uh, he wrote uh, masses, motets. Uh, in that time, he had to write music for, for the church. We have no choice. Yeah. Because there, there, were no, uh, there, there, were, there, there weren't other ways to write music. Uh, but the same, he uh, wrote uh, masterpieces. Hmm. Uh, in that context, so it, he, 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 he didn't feel the, the, the context, the, the, uh, he didn't feel forced to write music uh, in, in a specific way. Uh, but in that space, uh, he wrote his music. The, the world of art, the world of imagination, is so much bigger than our world that it's not important um, the path uh, that you walk in, that, that, that you, uh, where you walk to reach uh, mm. that space. Right. Because our, our world, in every time, uh, it's always uh, too small, too, too, too small uh, to uh, contain the richness of music mm. uh, and, and of, of, of the imagination of the art. So you have simply, I think, you have not to escape from reality. Uh, if uh, we today think that we can write, uh, for example, symphonies like in the Romantic uh, period, like Mahler or Brahms, uh, we are out of our, of our time. Uh, there are no... The, 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 the real um, uh, possibilities of realizing that kind of works. So we have to, to, to maintain a, a, a fresh view on, yes. on the reality. But we also we have not to, to worry about uh, by the reality. We have simply to write music and after we search a way, a, a, a commercial way, a social way uh, to to, uh, to to make our music live in our real world. Yes. Uh, if you feel that you are strict in reality, uh, I think that is because you don't see clearly that our, our reality, our, not our everyday reality, uh, is always too strict for music, mm. always, in every time. Yes, uh, but because it's not the reality. It's not the time. It's our life. It's uh, it's uh, it's uh, the, the humanity. It's the humankind that uh, that, that it's made uh, this way. Let's listen to another track from Carlo Matti's brand new album Retrato on the Reggae's Factory label. It's called Pedanteria Poetique, which means poetic pedantry. Here on Ambient Discourses.
not to, to worry. We write music and after we search a way to, to communicate uh, outside. I think that is, uh, this is the key hmm. uh, to, to be... Uh, otherwise, you, the, the, the worries, the worries crash, crash on yourself. If you, uh, if you follow this kind of thinking, Uh, instead of following uh, the, the real love for music, the real pleasure mm. of making music. Uh, I've heard it described that the process of creating music, that or any art for that matter, that the reward is the process. The reward is not the final product or what you achieve from that. But if I understand you correctly, it's the, the joy um, of the process of creating music that is is uh, the experience uh, of itself. I, I'm agree. I, I agree. I agree. I agree with you. With you. Uh, the reward is it's the process and When I finish a composition, when I finish a recording, uh, always, always, always I think, uh, could I be able another time to realize uh, right. a, a process like this one? Uh, because the, the, the important experience, uh, it's really the process, it's in, the, it's in that moment. After we come back into the real world, Uh, <laughs> there is a, a sort of a, a nostalgia in, yes. in yeah nostalgia uh, is nos nostalgia uh, yeah, yeah nostalgia, nostalgia yeah. Is the same word. there is a sort of nostalgia that of that moment uh, we cannot live always in that state in that particular state yeah uh, because we need also to to sleep, uh, to eat something, <laughs> uh, <laughs> to go outside. Like, uh, Along those lines, the, the, if you think about it, a recording is more or less a photograph, but for music, it's just a capture of the time. So to your point, can you perform it or record it the same way or have the same inspiration? 
I don't know. It's don't who, know. who knows, and it might be better. It might be <laughs> might be just different. Yeah. Might be worse. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's, exact, it's, a, it's exactly like this. Like this. Uh, I think that is a sort of, of shaman shaman strip. Yeah. Uh, you go in a space, and, and then you you come back, but you cannot say how you went there. Right. In ancient times, maybe. Uh, they thought that there were some beings that helped us to reach that space. I think that that space is uh, in ourselves, but not, I repeat, not in the unconscious. Mm. Uh, it's, it's in a sort of, of outside, it's, uh, it's outside. Uh, but that outside it's inside yes yeah where it's it's there's this it's almost like you've got a universe in your mind and you yeah, have you to understand pr- that you are not so small as you normally think yeah uh, you are bigger you are uh, uh, more wide you are uh, you are also uh, full of life that you uh, could not imagine before. Yeah. Uh, so it's really a, it's really a strong experience. A friend of mine um, was really um, interested in the, in this process because uh, he understood that he was a he was a gallerist. He was a, you know gallerist. Mm-hmm. Yes. Painters, uh, etc. Um, but he understood that. Uh, the real interesting part of the of art was not uh, the result, was not uh, uh, the, the portrait, uh, the, the picture, or for us the recording, of, or the, the piece of music. Uh, art is in the process. Um, in fact, I think that music has the role to um, awake the musician that is uh, in the listener. Mm. Uh, When you listen a a piece of art music, uh, it's like you find in yourself uh, that energy. It's like a a metaphor, um, an image. Uh, You don't like, you really don't like that piece of music. Mm. You like the, the... possibilities and the world that that piece of music uh, can open for you uh, for example you can listen to a piece uh, in a moment maybe you are not uh, so so interested in it uh, in another moment uh, uh, after you find that that piece is it's wonderful mm-hmm. so it's not uh, not every moment is the right moment and we have to Again, the, the, the commercial side, the social side of music, we have to respect uh, also the listeners. Yes. Uh, we cannot think to force uh, someone to pay attention, uh, to uh, give us his time to listen. I think that uh, we have to, to pay respect uh, to, to, the, to the listener and wait for the right moment. That's right. really right. <laughs> well, and it it draws a parallel from there. There was an artist. He had one segment of a, a documentary about art, and he was talking about that the the concept that if you are not present with the art, there is no art. The art yeah, exactly. is the experience. And the context between an individual or a group of individuals and the piece or the subject, or that, um, in fact, one of one of one of his installations was is a was a vapor mist coming from the ceiling that had a, a particular light shaft on it, and the art was looking at it that you like you could see the mist from certain angles but not from other angles and that was the point that you have to interact with the art in order to be able to experience it i I agree completely 
for example, an, an experience that uh, uh, I miss uh, is the, the special, the the the, the specialization. I cannot say the specialization. The space, the space yeah. experience of yes, music. spatial. Yeah. Uh, now I'm trying. For that reason, I, I try to experiment. Uh, now I'm trying to build uh, the, some speakers, yes. some loudspeakers, built with the soundboard, uh, soundboard, uh, sounding boards. Yes, I saw that on YouTube. There was a, there was a. I don't know where it came from, but it was. They were showing how you could mount. The driver of yeah, a speaker, some, uh, plate exciters like a yeah. transductor, but plate exciter. You mount it on a uh, ceiling on tiles, or, yeah. Uh, and after you re record, you play, and you record, uh, you, you you record the the sound of this special speaker. Yeah, uh, you can also divide the frequencies. Uh, low and high, yep. so realizing true uh, two or three ways speakers, uh, and uh, every every, uh, every frequency as is part of of a sounding table. Uh, so I'm building also some crossover like this uh, oh, because wow. you need uh, to, to filter it. So music is a really rich experience uh, that has to do with ideas with imagination but also with uh, physical physical objects uh, we make music with natural object, objects in in uh, reality mm. again we have uh, to to stay in balance yes between two realities uh, if you find your way to stay in that balance you find your way for the art uh, after yes, you have to find a way also to communicate it. Yeah. Uh, it it's not always simple because uh, one can ask what a crossover filter <laughs> has to do with compositional, but it, it has to do because uh, you search also a new sound uh, because, uh, for example, I have an idea of piano sound. Uh, uh, that I didn't find yet. Mm. Uh, real pianos uh, have a huge range of uh, uh, sound uh, shades, sound uh, colors. Yes. Uh, MIDI instruments uh, have uh, uh, the, the precision, uh, the, the clearness. Uh, so I'm trying to find a a mix of these two yeah. uh, worlds. So we cannot forget the, 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 I think that we cannot make real music only uh, through the computer, only with uh, artificial sounds. Right. Uh, also in music, in really commercial music like pop uh, music or rock music, we are interested, for example, in voices, the voices, the, the timbre of uh, one voice, uh, uh, it's what um, it's our imagination. Um, so the, the uh, physical part of the music uh, uh, is also present in the creation. Let's listen to one more track, shall we? From Carlo Matti's brand new album, Retrato, on the Reggae's Factory label. It's called Valsavar della Principessa, which means the Princess Waltz, here on Ambient Discourses.
I've noticed a in a number of different composers and musicians introducing customized instruments, things that have come out of their own creativity. At like, for example, the the debut of the una corda, which was made for Niels Fromm, which is a remarkable instrument. I really love the idea of being able to introduce different textured filters between the hammer and the strings yeah. for just yeah, yeah, yeah. intense uh, dynamic range. And this this, uh, this way of uh, customizing uh, instruments started uh, uh, very early in history. Oh, for really? example, for example, also Beethoven, uh, Ludwig van Beethoven. Yeah. Uh, he asked uh, to uh, the builders of the of instruments of piano, but also strings, uh, to build instruments uh, like he wanted. Yeah. Uh, so every musician, I think, uh, uh, seeks his sound. I think also it's not important the 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 name. For example, the, the, the there are many wonderful pianos, but maybe they are not uh, fit for my music or for the music of another composer. Right. Uh, I think that we have to search our sound. Mm. Uh, yes. Because the sound, the timber, is um, the part, uh, more personal part of music, also the more irrational part. Uh, so uh, the, the sound is not uh, compelled by uh, rational thinking. Mm. Uh, it's really uh, free from uh, our our um, reality. Uh, so it's really important to search. Uh, I, <laughs> I lose <laughs> I lose much much time in searching. Uh, the, the precise uh, sound but uh, that's i mean that's that is a part of our journey trying to discover and it doesn't and it transcends genre or style of music um people are searching for their sound and i think that i think that's a, a definitely worth the time spent looking for yeah, that yeah 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 <laughs> because when you when you find that place where something really resonates with you and who you are, it has a way of removing barriers from, I think, from creativity, like, oh, I can just do this. And and it, I remember, I remember when I got um, years, years ago, when I, in my teens, when I had, or it was no, in my 20s, when I, when I had graduated from, I had a really basic Yamaha acoustic guitar. And, you know, as a teenager, I loved it. I played it four or five hours a day, every single day. And, but I remember the moment that I graduated from that and I went out and I bought a French Canadian guitar, uh, a La Rive acoustic. And I felt like I had ascended into another plane instantly and musically because the sound was like, this is exactly what I've been searching for. And I noticed the byproduct as a musician that you also grow into your instrument. So to your point that of searching for your sound, that I think that maybe when you find that sound or as you continue to evolve yeah 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 you... there is no an end there is no an end yes um, like you Correct. remember for example the moment when i passed from the my uh, upright piano uh, where i studied for yeah. many years when i bought a, a grand piano with, uh, so it's really changed my way of playing mm. uh, and now again I change uh, using uh, digital keyboards uh, simply maybe master keyboards really but always I search the um, for example a kind of um, of touch uh, yes. so I always I search some physical characteristics of instruments uh, because it's 
it's wonderful to go away in imagination, but after we have to translate. Uh, uh, it's like a vision. It's not a vision, a mystical vision, but it's like a vision yes. that we have to translate in words. And we have to search a precise language to say what we saw. Hmm. Uh, I studied also, uh, for example, dead languages, ancient languages. If you study more languages, uh, you develop your uh, possibility to think. Hmm. You think better because you know other words, other way uh, yes. for saying truth or for saying love. Uh, it's, uh, it's really different. Yes. Uh, for example, the eros uh, the, of the Greek word, yeah. uh, you know, our yeah. words erotic, it's, it's really different from eros of the ancient world. Uh, for, for example, the truth, our truth in English or verita in Italian uh, or uh, aletheia in, in Greek uh, or uh, emet in, in Hebrew, they have different, slight different meanings that uh, helps you to uh, think more deeply. Yes. With music, it's the same. We have to uh, find the right words to describe what we saw in the place that we cannot uh, uh, say, we cannot say where we saw that word of music, of imagination. Mm -hmm. uh, but ideas arrive from uh, there and could happen in, in, in every moment. For example, <laughs> also with, with uh, students. <laughs> It's true, though, you you when you you can find sources of inspiration from all sorts of different sources and to draw a parallel as to learning other languages and learning other words and their meanings and the subtleties. I think that we can experience the same thing with music, just like you're saying with exploring different genres, even listening to things that maybe make us slightly uncomfortable to learn from and learn the, the subtleties found in other things. And Absolutely, I think that we yes. can take that back as, well, huh, that's, you know, like one thing that, that I've, I'm not really as much of a, um, a, electronic trans, like a uh, techno artist at all, but, yeah. but, one of the things that as as part of my musical exploration and discipline i've been exploring the the site uh the psy trance genre because of their use of non-musical samples and instruments but to make them musical and so exploring the idea of what sounds in nature or in the world around us, even in the city, in the busyness of the city, listening for the music all around you. Like I had this experience uh, the other day, I was walking my dog and we live pretty close to a busy freeway, highway, so lots of traffic noise. And as I was walking back, I allowed, I don't know how to describe it, but I allowed I tried to put my mind in this framework to just, um, you know how when you cross yeah, when when you I kind understand. of when you kind of cross your eyes and you blur your eyes a little bit and you can just make everything kind of just seem like a wash of color. I did the same thing for my ears, like just trying to blur what I'm hearing, and you can start to hear the musicality of horns passing by or busy cars yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and there is a compo an Italian composer a really famous composer Luciano Berio a composer of, of the last century uh, that say that uh, we have to listen to reality with concert years yeah. uh, so the, we have to listen to everyday sounds like horse, like uh, like the dog uh, yeah. here, <laughs> uh, with concert ears, he said, uh, and this is a, that kind of experience. Uh, 
Uh, I think that in every epoch, in every time, uh, composers and musicians had this kind of experience. Mm. Uh, today we are really free. We are we are lucky because we can record a sound. We can use. We can elaborate. Uh, simply 100 years ago, they cannot make something like this. Uh, so we are really, really, really free. So yeah. we cannot feel ourselves compelled by something like social uh, or uh, commercial purposes. Uh, we are really free to make our music. Uh, and yes, I, I agree. It's beautiful also to explore different uh, worlds, musical worlds, really different from our worlds. Uh, it's very rarely I listen, for example, to piano music. Mm. Uh, very rarely uh, I listen to, to rock music, to pop. Uh, uh, also electronic music a sort of electronic music yeah. uh, because we have, we have to learn uh, from from everything yes so this is uh, <laughs> Car- <laughs> this is the landscape <laughs> Carlo I, I just I, I feel like you're just a kindred spirit you have um, you have an amazing wonderful perspective on music creation the composition process and I have just Thank thoroughly, I have thoroughly enjoyed this conversation, and I I'm excited to share it with other people. And your your new album is it's remarkable. I love it to pieces. Um, it's I I just think that it has this level of I don't know retrato. It just has this. It's a a wide variety of expression, and it's it's like you're going on a a journey sounds too trite. It sounds too overused, but but it's sure. it's <laughs> really <bad. laughs> it's 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 almost like you're uh, being surrounded by this canvas of of different, like a almost like a diorama. But it's just yeah. this yeah. slow pan, <laughs> and you're looking at different things, and it's different. It's a yeah, it's just a wonderful experience, and I encourage all of our listeners to check it out. Carlo, thank you so much for your time. What a wonderful Michael, conversation. Thanks to you. <laughs> <laughs> well, what a wonderful conversation. My thanks to Carlo Matti for the splendid conversation we had. Also to Regis Factory for uh, hooking us up with the release, his release. It's called Retrato, and it's... A fantastic album from start to finish. You can find more of his music out at carlomatti.bandcamp.com. His name is spelled C-A-R-L-O-M-A-T-T-I. You can also hear more from Carlo Matti on the Relay Station. He is one of our feature artists on episode 3.34. Check it out. You'll find the link in the description. Thank you so much for tuning in and stay safe. Have a wonderful week ahead of you. And thanks again for tuning in to Ambient Discourses.